Podcast Network Asia. Are you confused, overwhelmed, and worried about your homeschooling journey? Don't worry, you're not alone. We are here to help. I am your host, Novi Antan, your homeschool coach, and in this podcast, I will be guiding you with everything you need to know about homeschooling. Join me and my friends as we share tips, tricks, best practices, and experiences in every aspect of homeschooling. We'll help you figure out what you need to know so that you can come up with your own homeschooling rhythm. Together, let us learn how to homeschool without losing our minds. Welcome to my Homeschool PH Podcast. Ako po si Novi Antan and thank you for choosing to listen to us today. I am so excited with this conversation because I am with my good friends. Okay, but before that, I just want you to know the goal of iHomeschoolPH. We will talk about what really matters most in our homeschooling journey. So, are you new to unschooling and you're not sure about it? Maybe you've heard about this mischaracterization about unschooling and it really makes you hesitant about it. Or maybe meron kang family member and they're not on board on that? And do you hear these myths no, fairly often? So in this conversation with my dear good friend, Bunny and Jen, ay pag-uusapan po namin ito. Hello, homeschoolers! Magandang araw po sa kanilang lahat. At ngayon po ay pag-uusapan po namin kung tama ba ang unschooling for you guys. I know madami po tayong methods about homeschooling. And for today's podcast, I'm so glad to talk about this topic with my dear friends. So, let me introduce my dear friends to you guys who are listening to us right now. Yes! Okay. First, she's a former preschool, grade school, and a college teacher who's aversive towards homeschooling. And she had an epiphany one day while reading a book on discipleship. From that time on, she realized one of the ways she can disciple her children is through homeschooling. Wow! So it has been eight years, and as with all things, God has been faithful to her. My dear friend, her husband is Pei and has been blessed with four kids. Later, explain niya kung sino yung four kids niya. So let me introduce to you, Bunny. Hello! Hi! So sino ba tong four kids na to, dear? Yes, I have four babies. Uh, two human babies. Her name is Gianna. She's 20. I also have David, who is 10. And then my two fur babies, my two cats, Luca and Nala. They're both two and one, respectively. Oh, thank you so much for being here, Bunny. I know, nako, alam ko, travel-travel girl ka, no? Back and forth to Subic. At hindi madali yun, di ba? Okay, let us introduce our dear friend, another friend of mine. She's the wife of Mark, homeschooling mom for two girls a teenager and a 10-year-old. Later, sasabihin din yan sa atin, ng ating dear friend. Her advocacy is 21st century education and reading aloud to children. She is work in progress and often fails, but fortunately, God never fails. O, diba? Totoo yan. And also, you cannot talk to her until she has had her coffee in the morning. Oh, I will take note of that. <laughs> Welcome, my dear friend, Jen. Hello, Jen. Thank you, Novi. Thank you. Thank you for having me. 
Yes. Kamusta na? Naku, alam niyo, sa totoo lang, the last time na physically nagkita tayo, saan nga ba? Sa Subic, di ba? Yes, pandemic. And I think that was like, is it three years ago or two years ago? Maybe last two years ago or something. Yes. Two years ago, oh my God. It was your birthday. Is it? Oh my, so... It's 2020, It was ba? your birthday. Oh, yeah, I you remember. Oh, nga pala. Grabe. Yun yung parang isa sa mga una kong labas na parang nailang pa nga akong lumabas. Parang I was talking to you, Jen, diba? Dahil yun ata yung mga yung mga doubts ko na lalabas ba ako o hindi, ganun. But I really have to go out because you know, itong si Jen at si Bunny, grabe lang sila. Yung mga activities nila, yung mga adventures nila sa sa subik at bataan, di ba? Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh. Talaga, pag nakita nyo ang kanilang mga adventures, talagang sasabihin mo, ay, sana nandun ako. <laughs> With, sana all. Sana all talaga. But then again, I just want to go to our topic for today. Kasi alam ko, kayo yung mga totoong tao na masasabi nyo talaga na itong topic na to, sometimes kasi, di ba, may mga homeschooler tayong namimit na maybe they they are really curious about this unschooling. And maybe siguro meron din silang mindset about this. Iba't iba ang kanilang kumbaga thinking about unschooling. So first siguro, let us define kung ano ba ang unschooling. Ano ba ang difference nito sa traditional? Maybe we can start with Jen. Okay. Unschooling is typically defined as child-led schooling meaning you go with the interest of the child so i think that's a very good definition hindi ka nakakahon sa parang we have to finish this whole curriculum in one year you have to learn these things right now because this is what your peers are learning so you take the cue sa anak mo kung ano yung gusto niyang ma-discover so if their interests lie in history You can do a deep dive into history, let's say Egyptian history, even if it's not covered in their grade level because you have their curiosity, which is the greatest fuel for learning. You would like to add to that, Bunny? Yes, maybe just a little bit because Jen already captured the heart of unschooling, but also an approach or a, a lifestyle, a practice, a more of a lifestyle in which you don't really prescribe to the government's curriculum or you don't really prescribe to a particular educator's curriculum. It's your own prescription based on your understanding of your each child, each of your children, and also based on your own values and beliefs as to learning and, child, and raising them up as individuals. So... It's a collaboration between the, the child and the parent, I guess. Yes, I totally agree with you guys. No, But before we go further to this unschooling and dig deeper about this definition, like you, Jen, no? can you say, I mean, before ka nag-decide mag-homeschool, yan na ba talaga yung gusto mo, mag-unschooling? So, paano nag-start to? I didn't start unschooling i did more like charlotte mason method i was doing sunlight so i followed that curriculum to the letter for the first two years and i think with first-time homeschoolers it's okay to do that because that's where you will see ano ba yung style nyo as a family how do you learn and then when i was doing that nakita ko ah okay 
we can learn this way pala. O oh, ito, hindi ko na masyado gagawin to kasi parang masyado matrabaho yung mga ganun. And then, there are other alternatives. Then you kind of gain confidence after doing it for about two years. And we found what really works for our family. And that was unschooling. So it wasn't immediate. It was a gradual going into it. And now we're like in the thick of it. Nagustuhan mo ba kaagad to in a way that, syempre, syempre nung una parang meron ka mindset, di ba? About unschooling. Ano yung first mindset mo about this before? Actually, I loved it right from the start. Because when I, uh, you know, there are a lot of books on how kids learn and there is the unschooling father si Anben si John Gato yung marami silang mga or even si Ken Robinson his talks really just blew my mind about education so when i you know it's like when you find out what education can be there's no turning back when i learned na hey we can learn this way my gosh i don't want to do it the old way anymore and i was so open to it and I was so excited about the possibility. Siguro the only thing that I would say is the negative is homeschooling moms will always deal with self-doubt regardless of whether you do unschooling or Charlotte Mason or whatever. You just always have to deal with that. When you're unschooling, you're basically customizing the education of your child. So you're always questioning Am I equipped to really build the curriculum of my child? Baka naman may mga butas, hindi ko makover lahat. So you're always struggling with that. Oo, minsan talaga scary, di ba? At hindi naman talaga mawawala sometimes that we will worry. Especially, I still remember in my early years of homeschooling. Kasi I'm not a purist to eh. I'm not totally unschooling. But there was a season na may ganun. But then again, dahil tatlo kasi yung anak ko. So, it doesn't work for the three of them. That's why I call myself eclectic. So, a little bit of everything. Siguro maybe we're the same with Bonnie. You're not a purist as well, no, Bonnie? Can you tell us your story about that as well? Just like Jen. Oh, no. I'm different from Jen. My start. Because, you know, I was a traditional educator slash parent wherein I only saw conventional school as the means to educate children. But as your introduction said, I had an epiphany, a transformation, a renewal. So I got into homeschooling because of calling from the Lord. But even though, you know, I was already a seasoned educator, I also had all those self-doubts and, and fears and you know how the tendency of women are to be very OC and, you know, yung making sure covered mo lahat ng basis. So I also stuck with a box curriculum, which I saw that wasn't really meeting my child completely in terms of the gaps or in terms of where she can progress. So that's why I slowly made changes into what she was learning. And at the same time, I also changed the pace. I added more resources, more books, not just books, brought her out of the home to get her learning from other people, from, you know, field trips and whatnot. And what else? She also self-taught 
you know, she got interested in psychology, she got interested in music and art. So she did her own, you know, studies on these things. So it's, as you said, ano, Novi, it's eclectic, but ako naman, I, para I would call it chapsui. <laughs> <laughs> chapsui. Hajpaj, halo-halo. But at the end of the day, I'm just so thankful kasi nga, if not, of course, in everything, we were, we, I would really ask the Lord to guide me. Even though some of the things that I put on our plate, our homeschooling plate, was questionable to some or it would be quite unusual, I just trusted God in the outcome. So now she's in college and she's doing well by God's grace. So you know, I'm just so thankful that we can have that freedom. Oh, to- totoo yan, no? I- yung flexibility and freedom na binibigay ng homeschooling is really beautiful. And we are talking about unschooling now, but the- hopefully by the end of this conversation, you'll be able to gather our inputs and, you know, you could be able to think na talagang unschooling ba para sa akin. So, maybe I would be able to escalate this question siguro, no? Sometimes kasi, isa sa mga mindset, Maybe one negative first. How do we respond to the concern na sinasabi nila yung unschooled children may baka daw lack of academic skills. Saka baka daw hindi, hindi siya mag-thrive sa workplace. What do you think of that, Jen? Siguro, we have to clarify that unschooling doesn't mean that you treat your children like they're feral or wild animals and then you just release them into the wild and there's no education happening. Each unschooling family is different. Um, I think I have to point out unschooling is really a bespoke or a customized education. So I can have a rigorous academic curriculum for my child, but it's customized to her interest or to her way of learning. There are some unschoolers who prefer no academic curriculum at all, but they are immersed in the family business, let's say, ganyan. So I think I just have to put out that disclaimer. So an unschooled child can still meet academic requirements through, like me, personally, what I do is I just try to stick with the basics. For example, English is language is very important to me how you write, how you speak, because these are skills that you use all the way until you die. So I want you to be sharp in those things. And we need to be able to express ourselves well. Because when you go to work, you you sell your ideas or when you, you're in, um, you communicate with people, you still use words. So that's very important, language. Math is important. But for me, if the child... Wala naman siyang balak maging engineer or maging architect or maging doctor. Yung math niya, parang for me, yung pang, yung basic, hindi niya na kailangan mag-high math. Like, let's say, um, ano ba? <laughs> Calculus or something. I don't know. Yan. Um, other stuff, I believe as an unschooler, when a child is interested in a topic, you don't even have to teach them. Eh? They will just you know, they would just, sila na mismo, like my 10-year-old, 
I don't teach her science because she loves science so much. What I do is I buy I buy books, so many reference books. Parang dami na encyclopedia. Sa sobrang interested niya, basa siya ng basa. So it's risky, yes, kasi people will say, paano yan matututo? How do you know na magka-level sila ng ka-age niya? You really won't know until you're there. It's really like a risk. But it's a risk worth taking. Because when they're curious, like I said, it's like that's the fuel for education. She is like a walking encyclopedia. She can tell you everything about biology, parang bakit ganyan yung halaman, ganyan yung, and I didn't, ganyan yung animal. I, I didn't teach her those things. It's just because when I saw the interest, oh gosh, habang, ano, the interest is there, I'm gonna pour everything I can into that interest as much as I, I can. Now, in terms of being ready for the workplace, I have seen unschooled kids who are already big or in their teens, when you allow them to pursue what they love, they will end up doing that as their profession because they love it. eh? Like you, a lot of us did not work in the fields we took up in university, but we ended up in fields. A lot of us, yung naging calling natin, love natin, right? So unschooling just makes parang Fina fast track lang. You don't have to go through the whole, oh, year, 12 years of grade school and high school and then four years of university until you figure out what you want to do. So, bata ka pa lang, kunyari, my 10-year-old, kung interest niya is biology, then I don't know, baka pwede tong mapunta sa veterinarian degree or something. So, I think unschooling is a rich environment to develop that interest. Does that answer the question? Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I might totally agree because I also knew a lot of homeschoolers na unschooling na graduate na sila ng college. So I think this is really a myth. No? It's really how you well, depende talaga din sa parent yan. Eh? But with Bonnie's experience, no? Because I know she's a college teacher, no? If I'm diba? What can you say about it? And also in your experience, diba? Siyempre, like, you are also looking inside in a way na si Jenda, good friend mo siya, unschooling. How do you observe that? Well, to begin with, the, yun nga, when you hear the word nga unschooling, people should not equate it as being uneducated. You know, unschooling should be changed. The term should be changed. I really feel that. Um, because learning still happens. A lot of growing happens and Mama. formation happens. Of course, depending on the parents' um, de- dedication to that and the collaboration between the child and the parent and then the supporting community. Uh, but anyway, for, ano na lang, for convenience sake, we'll just still call it unschooling, although we don't like the term unschooling. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I str- I believe that the key element to succeeding in in the future is really the EQ, emotional quotient. It's not acquisition of knowledge. It's not. Or information gathering, nothing of that nature. So with, sadly, with today's approach to education, it has become more and more information-driven to the loss of character molding or you know of the spirit of the child 
of the of the human being. So if let's say the parent does decide to unschool or do non-traditional na lang, maybe non-traditional approaches to 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 education, that just again the parent or in the child get freed up. They get freed up from the pressures of uh, the demands of in uh, of being in a rigorous system the parent gets to really has the time to nurture the child's emotional quotient there are more opportunities also to expose the child to various social settings which helps the child also in the social emotional development it also really enables you know, the child also to acquire skills more than knowledge, such as, you know, interaction, creativity, logical reasoning, you know, because the child is not just confined in the four walls of a classroom. So I really, I believe, and I, based on also my experience and based on research, it's EQ, not really the degree that you graduated in or the grades you got in school. Of course, there are some knowledge and skills that academic skills that are required. Of course, you need to know how to write. You need to know how to solve math, (laughs) do math, and those things. But again, it's what is inside that matters the most. Totoo yun eh, no? I totally agree with the word. Bakit nga ba pinangalan ng unschooling. At sino nga ba talaga nag-invento nung ganong ni? Siguro, mag-isip tayo kung ano pwede mas magandang pangalan doon. But anyway, thank you for that input. So, tama yun, Bonnie, no? And that's why I'm gonna lead into this question, no? So, sinasabi nilang argument that dahil nga yung unschooling more flexible, adaptable, and it will allow children to learn in a variety of ways in their own pace. But, Jen, can you provide an example of how and schooling has allowed a child to learn in a way that works best for your child. Okay. I'm going to use an example wherein parents, when they find out we homeschool, they always say, Ay, hindi ko kaya yan kasi pag tutor ko yung anak ko sa, sa regular school, lagi kami nag-aaway pagka tinuturoan ko siya sa subject na ito. So sasabihin ko, alam mo, ang homeschool, hindi kasi ganun. Well, for me, in my case, pag nakita kong masasapa ko na yung anak ko. Like when they were younger, kung nakita ko, I was forcing something that they weren't ready to learn. I will focus on what they're interested in. So, kunyari, sobrang interesado nga siya sa science, kahit medyo nalamangan na niya yung math, that's okay. Kasi my priority is that they're learning. I always talk about a child's curiosity. When you use that kasi, and finifeed mo curiosity niya at tinuturuan mo siya anong gagawin niya dapat pagka-curious siya. You're giving them tools how to learn, not just what to learn. They will learn how to learn in the future. If you teach them how to inquire, how do you learn about this? Oh, I can read books or I can watch films or I can go to a museum. Parang they'll see, hey, I can learn things on my own. When I build tools, when I equip them with these tools, when they're older, they can learn on their own. They don't need me to teach them anymore. So I can give two examples. For example, for the eldest, for her math, I outsourced her math. I enrolled her in an abacus center where she learned arithmetic using abacus. 
it reached a point where it was no longer helping her. But with that foundation, I did not have to teach her math when she was doing. I also gave her workbooks. I don't like workbooks, but for math, I give workbooks or textbooks. I didn't have to teach her. She was teaching herself at the age of, she was doing her math workbooks at the age of seven. Now that she is in grade seven, when I look at her workbook, naduduling na ako. So ang ginagawa ko, dahil hindi ko na kayang ituro yun ng mag-isa, nag-hire na lang ako ng tutor. So that's one way. A lot of homeschooling families do this. If you feel ill-equipped to teach a subject, you can do that. Another way is how did, I give an example like for my 10-year-old naman, yung interest niya, I just let her be. You want to learn? I bought all these science books. She just opened them up and like yung periodic table, she got so into it. She memorized it all on her own without me telling her. I'm like, why do you need to memorize the periodic table? That's why they made it. So you don't have to memorize it. But memorize niya kasi that's her interest. Now, the periodic table is not even in her grade. She memorized this, I think, when she was eight years old. So that is the beauty, I think, of unschooling. I am not dictated by what the government says they should learn at this age. Because she loves it so much, she's learning something a higher grade learns. And I gave her the freedom to do that. I hope that answers the question. <laughs> yes. Nako, thank you, Jen, for that. So, yun lang talagang nag-work kay Stella and Olive, di ba? Olive, eh. So, that is something na I think you're really honoring the pace of your child and the curiosity talagang you allow them. Walang hindi nakabox, di ba? Have you ever thought about what kind of parent or partner you want to be? Or what kind of family you'd want to have? Tara, together with my spouse, Tammy. Together with my husband, Dennis. Pag-usapan natin yan. And let's grow together as parents and partners on, on our, our Parenthood, Parenthood podcast. podcast. In this podcast, we'll talk about principles and practical tips on marriage, parenting, and family life. Listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other podcast streaming platforms. Now, back to the episode. So, my question here, ito ah. Siguro, Bonnie can answer this. Kasi kasabi nung, critics, diba, that yung unschooling, parang walang time management, o diba? Wala daw time management, saka parang hilab, hirap daw mag-collaborate, and I know you work with unschooling kids as well, diba? And also the parents who chooses that kind of method. So, totoo ba yun? So, issue ba yun about management and collaboration? Actually, it really is a case-to-case thing, I really feel. It depends on the how the personality of the parent. If the parent is very OC, you know, I have a tendency to be OC, so I get paranoid. You know, I might not be devoting enough time for this, for that. But then I remi- remind myself, Teka lang, I, I, I thought I'm, you know, supposed to be in a flexible kind of, you know, approach to educating my child. So why am I, I know, getting to be that way? So, um... Collaboration-wise, depends on the relationship of the... You mean collaboration between the parent and the child or in a community? In a community, sige. In a community. Okay. It was very challenging, obviously, during the pandemic, nung height of the pandemic, the ECQ days. I forgot to mention, nag-unschooling rin pala ako nung for one year. I mean, literally, ha? Kasi nag-gap year kami. I didn't, and I didn't do any formal homeschooling for my son, David. 
because it and you know I really felt uh it was a very low point you know during the height of the pandemic and I didn't have the motivation we were just stuck at home <laughs> so I said I don't I I wasn't motivated and I also saw he wasn't motivated so I said let's just not study so that's when we moved to Subic and we just did so many explorations and activities and that became our um informal learning um situations or setup incidental teaching incidental learning spontaneous learning and, and whatnot and that's when i also got connected to other parents who had the same uh, approach so in terms of time uh, management, it can be challenging, but it depends on your perspective, your attitude as a parent. So there, your your priorities, it all depends. Yeah. Thank you, Bonnie. So, Jen, again, issue ba sa'yo? Your kids collaborating with other kids. Okay. First, the time management. Whenever parents talk to me about having no discipline, they start so late. Or when I hear parents na, oh, kailangan by 8.30, nandun na sila sa classroom. Kasi 8.30 to 9.30, meron kaming math. Tapos 9.30 to 10.30, may ganyan kami. So ako parang, that's very hard to sustain in a home where you have a lot of distractions. Especially, I know a lot of moms don't have helpers. Ang hirap noon. Tapos magbagkasakit, ganyan. So, unlike ko sinasabi, it's not the schedule. It's the routine. When you have a family routine, a rhythm, that's okay. The family knows what to expect. So when it comes to time management, I think a lot of homeschooling moms are always rushing. We're always like, kulang ng oras. But as long as you have that routine, our children still get to learn. And also, I have to just say, when the child, when you allow a child to pursue their interests, they will make their own time for their interests. For example, with my eldest, she loves ballet so much. I don't even have to tell her. She would just stretch every day for an hour and a half. I don't have to remind her. There's time set aside every day. For my youngest, she loves piano. I don't have to tell her to practice because that's her love. And she'll just do that every day, two times a day. Um, and then when it comes to collaboration, like Bunny said, during the pandemic, it was very hard. Because pre-pandemic, homeschool kids in general, even unschooled kids, you have more opportunities to collaborate by enrolling them in extracurricular classes or team sports. So when the pandemic happened, everything disappeared. And both Bunny and I tried to find ways to meet that need by creating our own classes. <laughs> Medyo mahirap, pero parang halos gumawa na kami ng sarili naming skwelahan. Kasi ang hirap ng may Zoom, but both Bunny and I don't really like Zoom for an extended period. There's nothing like face-to-face collaboration and, you know, being with classmates or your peers. So there is an opportunity to collaborate through classes, through sports, uh, joining clubs. Yan. Meron. Volunteering in church. Yeah, totoo. Nakikita ko nga sa mga post mo eh. Grabe ang ano. Ang sarap nga nung ginagawa nyo. Pero sinasabi, I think issue rin to kahit di naman unschooling, di ba, uh, Bunny? Yung tinatawag nilang socialization. Sinasabi nila na 
parang hirap, hirap makapag-adjust. I mean, kumbaga, nasa sariling mundo lang. Kunyari, mundo ng unschooling, sila-sila lang yan. Pero, mahirap na after that. So, totoo ba yun? In terms of socialization. What can you say about that, Bunny? Not at all. It's re- that one is a myth. It's a fallacy. <laughs> In fact, my children, I'll talk about Gianna, my older one, who's 20, she's in college. I mean, she just naturally blended. And the beauty of homeschooling is, of having homeschoolers, that she's used to heterogeneous combin- you know, a group of people, a different mix of age groups, backgrounds, social classes. And the reason why is because, again, you know, we were given a lot of freedom to for her to just join whatever her interest led her to do or participate in various activities, whether in church or in the, our community. And she was not restricted by homework of because of school or exams or tutorials or whatnot. I'm not saying that those don't happen in an unschooling environment in the home. Again, it depends on what the, the parent provides the child. But let us say the parent is, you know, like me and Jen, who value our children's interests and well-being and holistic development. We make sure that, you know, there are very, there's a mixture of, you know, and a balance of varied activities that will cater to the mind, the heart, and the spirit, and the body. So, In terms of socialization, she can talk to her professors in 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 school. My son, kasi nga, di ba, nasa Subic na kami ngayon. Kalaro niya, mga taga Olonggapo, na mga bata sa basketball, mga batang gapo, na mga ano, yung, ano sila, yung mga naglalaro na kachinelas. And he treats them as if, you know, neighbor niya. I mean, you know, but at the same time, he can also interact with children from, you know, upper upper class level with such ease. And I'm so thankful for that. And I'm not saying that, you know, there's some children whose temperament are naturally introverts. You know, they're introverts. With that particular situation, it probably will be more challenging because the innate tendency is to just be, you know, to be a loner. But let's say we're de- I'm talking from my own experience that my children they're just balanced they can be they have their moments when they want to be alone they have their moments when they just want to socialize but I never saw them be inhibited or choosy when it comes to dealing with other people Yes Bonnie thank you for telling that story you know about your daughter and when I met her nga during I think that was two years ago no parang 2020 I met her grabe yung Daughter mo talaga yung initiative niya. And she's on asking me nga questions and she's telling stories of her adventure as well. Grabe lang. Just like your kids. Oo nga. So, on that end, di ba, parang nakakatuwa lang kasi na they were also, our kids also will be able to discover themselves with that journey. So, whether you're unschooling or not, ang ganda lang na they were all able to discover that and own that pace na, oh, ganito pala ako, hindi pala ako ganito. Nakakatuwang tingnan yung mga anak natin na ganun. Kasi ako, my daughter is 22 years old and now she's third year in UP. And then, 
one of the things nga nung yung mga comment nung mga teachers is she's overconfident. O, di ba? Parang, <laughs> sabi ko, ngayon lang ako naka, ano, naka, na sinasabi na, anak ko, overconfident. Sabi ko, paano ko namang ifi-filter yung mga anak ko on that? And so far, buti na lang, my daughter knows how to deal with that. no? And those are the most important things, di ba? And Jen, how about you with your kids? Kasi medyo mas maliliit pa yung mga anak mo regarding socialization. Okay. I echo what Bunny said. It's also largely the temperament or the personality of your child. If they are outgoing, kahit mo sila ilagay, they will be okay or they'll thrive or they'll talk to everyone. So my second one is like that. She will talk to old people, young people, whoever you are, she will talk to you. Now, the eldest is more introverted. And maybe when people see her for the first time, or meet her for the first time, she may be labeled, ah, kasi homeschooled yan eh, wala yung socialization, kaya tahimik yan. But in her defense, or I would have to say maybe in, uh, sorry, in homeschool, it becomes a safe space for somebody like her who may be more introverted or who may be more anxious when it comes to social settings. Homeschooling is a safe space to grow into that and build the skills to address those needs. So, kunyari, ma- mahina siya sa striking up a conversation. Being in homeschool, parang I don't just throw her out into the, into the ocean, bala ka na. Alam mo yun? So, mas may personal guidance. And you get to somehow curate or choose the groups that she hangs out in so that hindi siya magbigla. So maybe people will criticize it as sheltering your children so much. But at the same time, this is how you honor them as individuals. Because in school, everyone is expected to be the same. And in our traditional schooling, introverts are not honored. You know, introverts are seen as, ay, hindi siya marunong mag-recite, hindi yan matalino. Hindi yan marunong mag-collaborate. But in unschooling or in homeschooling, you get to honor the introvert. They express themselves differently. Maybe they're not as verbal, but when you ask them to write, or in a regular school, kasi you're expected to always recite, recite, recite. And what if yung, the way she learns is not through recitation, but through introspection? You have to give them time. So in a way, uh, unschooling or homeschooling provides her with that environment where you really get to sharpen all of those things. And at the same time, yung socialization, nakita mong may kahinaan siya, let's say, dun sa aspect na yun. Then you find opportunities for her to grow in that. Put her in more uh, activities where they get to collaborate. Let's say it's like a public speaking class and then they work together as a team. I totally agree with that. Kasi alam mo, I realized that matututunan din ang mga anak natin yan eh. Especially when, when they mature, di ba? So, iba't iba rin talaga yung pacing at growth ng ating mga anak. What good is, at the early stage, or like yung mga bata pa yung, maliit pa yung mga anak ni Jen, no? And I think your your youngest son is how old, Bunny? He's 10. He's 10 years old. So, iba rin kasi, syempre, male or female, iba't iba yung approach nila. At hindi natin pwedeng pwersahin or pilitin, di ba, na, huwag yung makipagkaibigan ka, hindi, hindi <laughs> ka nagsosocialize. Ganun ba yun? So, hindi talaga eh. So, the goal here is to honor, honor your child's space. 
whether it's in you know having friends or in learning the important is yun nga yun yung which i'm always magnifying here is that our kids will be secure with our relationship with us diba and i think if they're confident with that they will be more eager to be able to develop relationship with others kasi kumbaga na hone mo na yan sa loob ng bahay mo eh diba and that they will not be afraid of the people that they're going to meet in the near future so on that end siguro this is the last negative point of sinasabi nilang negative point with unschooling dal ang dami nating pwedeng pag-usapang topic but these are the questions that i made because these are usually frequently asked questions that they ask me so ito one last they were saying that unschooling is there's a lot of gaps okay may gaps kumbaga hindi mo siya nasisil na sinasabi mo na ano mo yung so tradition na grade 1 grade 1 ito talaga yung dapat mong pag-aralan kumbaga madaming holes sa unschooling so totoo ba yon Jen I give an emphatic no because whatever they may in quotation marks lack in academic requirements kunyari they they're not equal or at par with their peers they make up for a whole new other stuff that is not even covered by a regular school so like kunyari si Bunny they live in Subic yung experiences nila doon a traditional school or a box curriculum cannot match the experience that they have there the life you know they may not have their noses in books and studying but if you're immersed in nature you're learning and dami mo natututunan doon and not just academics it's about life it's about god's creation it's about your soul it's about if you're with your friends it's about relationship so it becomes like she said earlier it's a lifestyle so i completely disagree that there are gaps in fact I would have to say mas may gap pa nga pag <laughs> ayaw mo criticize pero mas may mas may gap. Yeah. Ay nako, Jen, I totally agree. Oo, so I think I think no yes. one really can. Everyone so, has I gap. I wouldn't say it's a gap. <laughs> Parang it's just different. Oo. It's Ay, just different. I may different. not know, yes. I may not be good yes. in algebra, but my gosh, I am so good at writing or I love my grandparents so much. This is something you can't even put a grade on. And my relationship with my grandparents, I was yeah. able to develop it because I was homeschooled so I can spend time with them. So there these are the things that you yeah. have to see what matters to you. Tama, tama. Kasi I also do believe there's there's no deadline for learning. <laughs> Di ba? I think tayo lang ang nagbibigay sa atin ng ganung pressure na dapat may deadline in learning and i think we have our entire lives to learn anything what we want and ang galing nga diba Jen and Bunny ngayon diba pag hindi mo alam may google ng time natin wala namang google cellphone netflix whatever powerpoints youtube wala so i'm sure at the time meron din tayong talagang mga gaps diba hindi talaga perfectly na sinasabi mo na talagang madediscuss so what can you comment on this Bunny the gaps kasi that people you know think are gaps again in knowledge that's what i i find kasi diba when you look at the learning competencies per grade level diba parang it's in enumerate doon yung mga 
dapat mako-cover, di ba, ng student in math, in reading, araling panlipunan, things like that, etc. But people forget that in this day and age, the most critical now are 21st century skills, not gaps in knowledge. So, parang like what we're doing now in our homeschooling or non-traditional schooling, kasi nga, hindi naman din kami purist, So, is we're really targeting, I mean, we take note of the learning competencies required by the government for the grade level. Pero what we highlight more is, okay, how do we bring out critical thinking, higher order thinking skills for this particular topic? Kunyari, let's see, nothing comes to mind right now, but let's say in ano, social studies. R- rather than memorizing, you know, facts about... Uh, <laughs> a certain society, <laughs> we talk about the issues that caused, you know, so, such society to collapse. And then we talk about application to their own lives in their own context, the context of their community, or maybe even in a smaller scale, their family, memorization. We talk about, again, in making inferences or making predictions or conclude, drawing conclusions, you know, making, activating their minds, you know, that sort of thing. So, and also being able to effectively communicate these uh, ideas in order to organize their thoughts. So, I really don't agree with gaps. Although, again, I'm not perfect. Sometimes, nabibiktima rin ako ng institusyon. <laughs> Kasi madama, hirap talaga, di ba? Madadala ka talaga. But then, I always, I think, I'm so thankful to be part of a community of with that is comprised of like-minded parents who remind one another, wait a minute, what's most important ba in today's world? So, there. <laughs> Naku ha, hindi namin sinasabi dito na hindi kami <laughs> nagpapalo ng different learning competencies. Okay. Nako, I also do that as a guide as well. But totoo yun eh. You can use that in a way na it's the way you'll be able to teach your kids as well. And I do believe as well na hindi mo dapat i-gauge dun na pag-unschooling ka or whatever method that you choose, kung may gap, eh hindi na perfect yung the way you teach your kids. You cannot be defined by that, di ba? Kasi masyado tayong nasa checklist, masyado tayong nasa yun nga, yung mga boxes that we need to do in life. Kaya that's why it's the added pressure. Something that hindi naman dapat tayo ma-pressure, pero ina-add natin to that pressure. Well, for so to to have that in our ano, in our conversation right now. So, you know, Bonnie and Jen, I really want to talk to you more and I know there's a lot to talk about this conversation. Pero To seal this conversation lang, what is your advice to the parents? May, maybe, kasi our topic is, are you for unschooling? Maybe may mga fear sila about that. Or Bunny, you could be able, maybe kung anong advice, uh, you could be able to give our audience, our homeschoolers, who are trying to know what works best for them in this journey of homeschooling. Uh, Jen, would you like to... <laughs> is it... <laughs> No, 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 you, kasi you're more of the unschooling. <laughs> oh, ikaw na, ikaw na. Actually, my advice to parents is not even about unschooling. I mean, that's the approach that works for our family. But 
I would encourage people to explore it, but I think the advice I would give na lang is regardless of what approach you do, whether you put your kid in a regular school, you unschool, Charlotte Mason, kung ano-ano pa, ang pinaka-importante is yung kayo ng anak mo. Binigyan tayo ng opportunity ni God to raise these children. And I think the challenge here is how do we steward them? How do we teach them to be, to, to reach, to be who God created them to be? I think that's really our challenge. Kasi regardless of, I mean, I could, you could be doing unschooling, but if you're not parenting them well, or in our terms, kasi we use the word discipling, you know, teaching them, growing them in emotion, in their emotional quotient or, Parang for me, I'd rather we focus na lang on their character, you know, regardless of what the approach is. So that's my one advice. The second is, if you're going to unschool, curiosity lang talaga ang key. So pag narinig mo, may tanong yung anak mo, gamitin mo na yun as an opportunity to learn together. And the topic doesn't have to be in a checklist or requirement. Because the question you should ask yourself is, are they learning? So even if it's not covered in the curriculum, but are they learning? Are they learning a new skill, new information, how to process? Then you're, they're learning, right? So it doesn't have to be graded or in a syllabus. So you knew two things. Thank you, Jen. Bunny? My advice is get to know your child really well in all respects. Do not get carried away by the standards of society. Focus on what your child needs. Of course, the calling of God, number one, God's prescription for your child. Do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. <laughs> and take a step of faith. You'll never know unless you try. You need to really let God empower you to do this bold you know, bold approach to schooling or educating your child. But if you want to focus instead on the, you know, like a practical advice about unschooling, not on the spiritual side of things, I would say, again, going back, there's no harm in trying. More is lost if you force your child into a mold that's not meant for your child. And Talk to a lot of parents who have done it. That's really the best way, also one of the good ways to learn more about this path. Research, get to know your child, etc., etc. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm rambling, so there. Yes, Tama. Thank you sa mga inputs, Jen and Bonnie. I totally agree with them. At the end of the day, we cannot be... Well, it is a major decision no? what type of method you like to do because that will be your journey. Pero kung kayo po ay nag-uumpisa pa lang bilang uh, homeschoolers, do not be afraid. I totally agree with Bonnie na you can try and maybe this could be your sounding board, our conversation with Jen and Bonnie. Something to think about and I totally agree with the research. Uh, kasi some of the things like kami, iba-iba kami, no? I mean, tatlo right here, right now. But we cannot be defined in what we do, but we are only defined with our own relationship with our kids and with the family that we have. No, And that is really based in your vision, in your values, 
in what's really important to you guys. And one of the things that I could be able to see also this conversation, you cannot compare yourselves with others. So kung ginagawa ng iba yon and that works for them, like for example, kung nakita mo yung kay Jen and Bunny, ako gaganda, pupunta sila ang beach. Gusto ko yan. Eh, yung asawa naman, hindi. Hindi niya type yun. O di mag-aaway na kayo. So mga ganun, hindi po pwede. So, pray. I really encourage you to pray and study. Siguro mga first to two years, talagang medyo mga nga-pa-nga-pa tayo naman, di ba, Jen and Bunny, nga-pa rin naman tayo. And it's okay na mga pa. Kasi you're discovering what's best for your family. Eh. And it's okay. Inquire and ask and ask God na, Lord, what do you think is best for our family? What method? But at the end of the day, we cannot be identified with this method. God is a God of relationship. And I do believe God is also a God of homeschooling. <laughs> siya ang nag-imbento nito at mas may alam siya kesa sa atin. So thank you, Jen and Bonnie. Thank you for your wise advice. Thank you for just being honest in this conversation. At I'm sure ang ating mga listeners at ang ating mga audience ay matututo dito. So if you have any questions, you can also put it in our chats here in Facebook if you're watching us in Facebook or in YouTube account. And if you think this conversation is very helpful to you guys, you can tag us and please give us some feedbacks of what you are learning in this conversation because we want to know kung ano ang natutunan nyo from this conversation. Maraming maraming salamat mo. Yes, thank you, Jen and Bunny. Maraming maraming salamat. And always remember, in homeschooling, relationship is more important than academics. Ako po si Novi your homeschool coach, and I homeschool. Thank you, Jen and Bunny. Thank you. Bye. God bless. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of iHomeschool PH Podcast. If this episode helped and encouraged you, please do subscribe and rate this podcast and leave a comment. Don't forget to spread the word by screenshotting it and sharing it to your friends on social media. I'd love to hear how God has encouraged your heart today. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitter. Until the next episode, wishing you a day filled with grace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.